I will never forget the day that I got an email from a parent who was in a state of shock over the price tag for college for their student. I could tell the panic in the email. I could sense the stress that they were going through. This, you know, Courtney, this costs so much money. When do we actually start searching for scholarships? If you've ever asked yourself those questions, then you are in the right place. So today we are going to have a discussion about how to navigate college expenses, when and where you should start searching, and some tips and hints to help you with this process. Hey there, I'm Courtney and I'm the founder of Confused to College Ready. With over 15 years experience as a mental health therapist turned school counselor, I am bringing my experience and expertise to help you navigate the college search experience. My goal is to serve students and their families and unlock the secrets to college searching. Stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Courtney. I am the founder of Confused to College Ready, and I am super excited to spend some time with you today. This is a question that I get asked no matter what grade students are in is, how are we going to pay for college? And it's a really good question. As parents, we want to make sure that we're setting our kids up for success. We want to make sure that they are going to be in a good place, but we also need to make sure that we're not going to break the bank. So Let's talk about scholarships as one of the options for students. We've talked about financial aid in the past. If you haven't listened to those episodes, please do that. Um, there are several great ones, but I want to start with scholarships today. So dictionary.com and the Oxford Dictionary, they define scholarships as grants or payments made to support a student's education awarded on the basis of academic or other achievement. So why is that important? Scholarships are money that don't actually have to be paid back. So when you start looking at scholarships, when you start looking at grants, when you start looking at student loans, the scholarships are the money that students can be awarded that they don't have to pay back to an institution or to the government. Now, scholarships are, there are multiple types. So we'll talk about that in more in a minute, but I want to make sure that you know some information about how scholarships can work. So college is, there's the cost of college. So the cost of attendance, which includes more than just tuition. Tuition is typically one of those bigger price points. Um, but when you look at the cost of attendance, you're going to have your tuition. You also are going to have your room and board if a student is staying either on campus or off campus and they're no longer living at home. Even if they are living at home, you might have a, and you're not in a fully virtual program, you're going to have gas and wear and tear on a car as you are driving to campus. Then there might be different fees. There could be books. There can be several other pieces that are going to go into that full cost of attendance. So as you're looking at how much money am I going to have to pay, the full cost of attendance is something that's really important to take a look at. And one of the things to know and be aware of as you look at different colleges and navigate, is this something that our family can afford, is going to be, will the colleges stack scholarships? So scholarship stacking happens when, let's say that you have received a scholarship that you applied to within your school, and you were awarded that scholarship for, let's say, $5,000. 
So scholarship stacking would be where a college has said, we're going to give you X amount of dollars towards your, um, towards your cost of attendance. And if they stack scholarships, they would give you, so let's say that the college is going to give you $25,000. And these are just random numbers that I'm making up. There's not any rhyme or reason to them. So this college says they're going to give you $25,000. You say, great. I have a scholarship from my school that was for $5,000. So I'm going to have $30,000 to put towards that. If the college will stack the scholarships, then yes, you would have $30,000. However, If the college says we're not going to stack outside scholarships along with our internal scholarships, then the college would end up saying, okay, so you have $5,000. We're going to give you $20,000. Now, does that mean that you should still should say, well, I'm just going to go ahead and wait then until I find out what the college, what college I'm planning to go to. So then I don't have to worry about it. I would say, no, I would say, go ahead and start looking at some of those external scholarships to see what's available, because maybe you're going to end up finding a college that you are incredibly passionate about and that you love and they would stack the scholarships. It's worth going ahead and exploring to see what you can find. Now, a couple different things that I want to talk through are going to be merit and application-based and essay-based scholarships. So there also are some that are need-based. So let's let's start with merit. So merit scholarships, those might come directly from the state. Those might come directly from the college. It could be something where they be... So again, I live in South Carolina, for those of you that haven't heard that before. So in my state, there are several different tiers of scholarships that students can earn based on their GPA, their class rank and test scores. So they're looking at either one, two, or three of those criteria to see which tier of a scholarship a student will earn. So that's a merit-based scholarship. Colleges also can have merit-based scholarships where they're looking at, okay, these are the things that are important to us. And when students come in and they have this GPA and they have this test score, sometimes some of them are test optional, some of them are test blind, but they're gonna give you their specific criteria and tell you, based on this information, this is how much money we are going to give you. All right. So that's a merit-based. There also could be different scholarships that you need to, that are application-based that still are looking at those merit-based pieces. So they might be looking at your GPA. They might be looking at test scores. One of the other things that some scholarships have is they want to make sure that you have a financial need for that particular scholarship. And so they're going to ask you for some financial information. So there are applications that you can fill out, and we'll talk more about where you can find some of those. There are going to be some that are need-based and then some that are merit-based. And then some might be that you fill out an essay. Okay, so with that essay, it might be something where you say, you know what, I'm going to save the papers that I write in school, because if I can use some of that information to write my essay, then I want to do that and make sure that I am not having to rewrite something in the future. Okay. So several different types of scholarships that you can look into now on a larger level. And we've kind of referenced this a little bit. 
some other types of scholarships. So there are local scholarships. This might be something where you contact your school, where you are finding out of churches in the area or your church that you attend or other religious organization. If they have scholarships that you could apply for, there might be other organizations in the community, businesses, different foundations where they are ready to give money back to students. And there might be an application process that you need to go through. I will say if there is something that you feel like you're qualified for, it is worth filling out that application because sometimes scholarships, especially at the local level, might only have one student who applies for them. There might not be anybody who applies. So it can absolutely be worth it for you to look into the options and find out what is available. The other thing that you can do is you can... I will say, so I was going to say, contact your counselor, your school counselor. I will say, look on the website, check newsletters, check emails that you have received, because maybe your school has a scholarship portal that you can access or a spreadsheet. And you can see every single scholarship that we receive information on as a high school is entered into our scholarship portal for the high school that I work for. And so students go in, they are able to access all of that information and they can apply to the scholarships that are a good fit for them. Okay, so that's something else locally to keep an eye out for. Now, there also might be state-based scholarships. So I referenced South Carolina and the different scholarships that we have here that are merit-based. There might be lottery tuition assistance funding or something to that effect where it's almost like a buy one, get one free in South Carolina. If you take six credits, you only pay for three. So and again, there are some rules and stipulations and things that go along with that, but that's something to look into, okay? The other scholarship opportunities might be national. Some of these can end up being incredibly competitive as they have large sums of money, or it's something like the Coca-Cola scholarship or the Pepsi or the Colgate or you know, just larger scholarships, larger pools of students that are applying to them just because it is a national scholarship. So again, some of these might be essay-based, some might be application-based or even merit-based. Now, one of the scholarships that is available for students in their junior year is going to be the National Merit Scholarship Competition. And students are able to be entered into that competition based on their scores when they take the PSAT and MSQT in their third year of high school. So that's something that it is worth looking at the website just to see what those criteria are. And if you want to dive further into some ways to earn scholarships and dive into this information in more detail, I would love to set up a 15 minute call with you for free and kind of talk through what your biggest concerns are. If you're interested in doing that, please send me an email at admin at confused to ready dot com and have the subject be deeper dive scholarships and let me know some and just send me just a quick message. Hey, Courtney, I'd love to set up a time to talk and I am happy to do that with you. Okay. The other thing is, um, so the next scholarship I want to make sure that you're aware of, and this is for our juniors and our seniors, college board has an opportunity scholarship. This is an amazing deal. So College Board, they're the people who make PSAT, SAT, AP exams, CLEP exams. One of the things that they have done, College Board has a partnership with Khan Academy. 
And during a student's junior and senior year, there are, I think it's six or seven different chances that a student has that they can log into their College Board account, complete some different tasks and activities, and they will enter you into a drawing for a scholarship. It might be $500, it might be $1,000, but it is something that is 100% worth you doing. It's all stuff that you're doing anyway. Things like searching for scholarships, searching for colleges, studying for the SAT, raising your SAT score if you're going to take it again. So all of those time relevant things. Then if you complete all of those tasks, they will enter you into a drawing for a much larger pot of money. I think it might even be as high as thirty dollars or $40,000. I haven't looked at it recently to verify that, but that's what it was a couple of years ago. So that's a great opportunity. Again, we talked about finding that scholarship portal at your school. There are some different books that are, and I'm going to, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to lean over and get my book really quickly so that you can see it, but the ultimate scholarship book. So this is a fantastic resource. It is, um, there are a lot of different options for students and they come out with a new book every single year. It is divided out into things like, you're searching by your race or ethnicity, searching by your major or preferred career interest, searching by your state that you live in, because sometimes there are some state-specific scholarships. That's a great opportunity for you to be able to find out what's available. And it's things that you might not have even heard of. Then there are scholarships after high school graduation, even within that book. So sometimes the scholarships are going to be specific to students who are in college or even graduate school. So definitely worth in looking into those things. Now, let's talk a little bit about your grades, your classes, and extracurricular activities. So some organizations like National Honor Society, Beta Club, other clubs or organizations, they might have scholarships specific for their students. So it is one, again, I keep saying, it is 100% worth it for you to look into these because it's something that you're involved with already. It is something where you are able to say, you know what, I'm going to put my name in and maybe not a whole lot of people are going to apply. And so you could end up getting one of those scholarships. Now, merit-based scholarships, like we said before, those are looking at grades, the difficulty level of your classes, and even test scores. And then you have different hobbies where you can, there might be some um, some scholarship opportunities or something that you've been involved with. It doesn't just have to be a school-based activity. I know there is a student I worked with who was trying to get their, who got their Eagle Scout. And so they were looking at the possibility of a scholarship for that, or someone who was interested in a specific field and those career scholarships, they wanted to find out what their grade, their GPA had been in high school and had they taken any of those particular types of classes. So those are good things to be on the lookout for. Now, all right, Courtney, we've talked about all these different things. You've told me to look for scholarships. You've said there's places. Where do I go? Great question. So let's talk about a couple of different things. If you have listened to me before, you know that I have spoken about having a, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but having an email account that is specific for your college search. 
I'm going to go one step further and say, I would even have that be a Gmail account, something that's professional, not dancing unicorns or, you know, something that you put in your, an email that you created when you were 12. Um, You want it to be something that's professional that you're going to be okay with someone who's reading your scholarship application or your college application seeing. So set up that email account so that you just have one place to check and it's going to be, you're not going to miss anything because of other emails that are coming in. If you do it in Gmail, then you have access to that Google Drive to keep all of your information organized. You have Google Sheets, you have Google Docs so that you can work on tracking things, you can work on Um, you can work on your essays, all of those pieces. So going back to where can you search for scholarships, there are several different websites that you can create accounts with. You will set up that account. You're going to let them know your demographic information. You're going to let them know what your, so things like your race, your gender, if there are certain things about yourself that would be helpful for them to know. Then you can enter things in like your major or other pieces that are helpful. Those websites are going to match you with scholarships that could be a good fit. That's another reason why I say create a separate account is because you could end up getting some regular emails from these places. And so I don't want you to miss anything from them from the the with the scholarship search, but also I don't want you to miss anything as far as testing goes or anything with your actual applications. So, all right, ready? I feel like I have teased this enough, um, but you, I want you to, if you don't have pen and paper, write it down. I will put these in these websites in the show notes as well. But fastweb.com is one of the email, um, is one of the sources. We already talked about College Board Big Future. So not only do they have the College Board Opportunity Scholarship, but they also have a database of scholarships that you can search for. CAPEX, C-A-P-P-E-X, is another scholarship that you can be on the lookout for. Um, That's another search engine. And then as far as some of those national scholarships, um, and even sometimes school-based college-based scholarships, they might ask you to fill out the FAFSA and or the CSS profile. The FAFSA does not launch until sometime in December. And, but the CSS profile is available right now. So if a college is asking for that information, you can go ahead and you can fill that out. We did, we had an episode on the FAFSA just um, within the last two weeks. So that's something I would say, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that one. But when you fill that out, the FAFSA and or the CSS profile might be a requirement from the college to make sure that they are, that either you have a financial need or to make sure that you, there are certain criteria. So some students will say, I know that I'm not going to get any kind of student loan help. I'm not going to qualify for need-based aid. It doesn't matter. Um, So I'm just not going to fill it out. I would just make sure you double check with that financial aid office at school to see if that's something that's needed. Okay. All right, so let's talk about some tips for filling out these scholarships and making the most of your time. So there are a lot of scholarships. I showed you that book, you know, several inches thick of different scholarships, and there are multiple scholarships to a page. There also are the different websites that we have talked about. There are different amounts of scholarships. So one of the things that you want to do is use your time wisely. 
think about how much money the scholarship is going to be available for you. So think about is there or how much money might you be able to get with that particular scholarship? Do you meet the criteria for it? If not, go ahead and move on to the next one. If you do meet some of the criteria for it, is it something that aligns with your personal values? Is that something where you would be able to, you know, if they asked you why the scholarship, can you speak to that? You want to be able to think about what you can get back, what you have to give as far as the application, and if there is a certain amount of time that's needed. If there's a scholarship that you find out is due in three days and you know that you have a big test and it is something where you're going to end up being stressed and not sleeping, maybe that's not the best scholarship for you to apply for at this point. It could be something that maybe they're going to offer it later on another year or while you're in college. And so consider whether you use your time wisely. Consider whether it is the best use of your time for you to look at the applying for that scholarship. As far as the best use of your time, the other thing that I want you to take a look at is having a spreadsheet of the different college opportunities. Look at the due date of those opportunities. Know what kinds of, and then take a look at your calendar. Compare the due dates with the other activities that you have going on If it's something where it seems like it's a reasonable scholarship for you to try and complete, go ahead and add that to your calendar. If you're not using a calendar or any kind of planner or agenda, whether it be paper, pencil, or online, I would also encourage you to do that. That's a whole other conversation for a different day, though. Then set reminders for yourself, whether it be I have everything for my work is in an Outlook calendar. And so if it's not in there, it's not going to happen. If some people, if it's not on their planner, their hard copy planner, it's not going to happen. Other people might be, if I'm not, don't have a reminder in my phone, it's not going to happen. And I would give yourself even a couple of reminders. So if the scholarship is due on Thursday and today is Saturday, maybe have a reminder for today for Saturday and then have another reminder for like Monday or Tuesday and then Wednesday, send yourself even a third reminder. Send as many reminders as you think you're going to need. You don't want to end up being irritated with it. But if it's something that's really important to you, you also don't want to miss those deadlines. So that leads me to my next point. You need to make sure you are following instructions on scholarships. And I also will say on college applications, very, very carefully. If they tell you, not to put your name on the essay, don't put your name on the essay. There are reasons that the instructions are listed the way that they are. And it might not be something that makes sense to you, but it is something that is very worth considering and paying attention to. Maybe you have a local scholarship and you're going to have multiple people who are employed at the school that are going to be evaluating whether you would get that scholarship or not. If they ask you to fill out information about the financial aid, your financial need, provide that. It can feel uncomfortable, but I promise it's going to be something that's confidential. It's not something where they are going to put anybody on blast or share that information. The other thing that you want to do is if they ask you for a resume, submit a resume. If they ask you to write a description of your activities that you've done, 
write the description and don't just say, see resume. They asked you for that information for a reason. As scholarship committee members or people that are reviewing those documents, they have a lot of people that they need to look at. And so it's important that you follow the directions carefully and clearly. If you need a letter of recommendation, this is something that I've talked about a good bit lately too, make sure it's somebody who can write you a positive recommendation and make sure it's something that you're able to ask for that recommendation more than a couple of weeks, at least two weeks, if not three weeks in advance of the due date. Then if there's an essay that's needed, and so let's say that they ask you to talk about a significant time in history in your life, and you wrote about that in your child development class. You say, oh, you know what? It's close enough. I'm going to go ahead and submit it. You need to make sure that you are looking at the essays that you are, have written and that they meet the needs of that particular application. All right. It's something where you don't want to just submit something random and then have it not match what the school is looking for. So meet all your deadlines. You want to highlight your leadership activities. You want to highlight community service and that extracurricular involvement. And just make sure that you are putting your best foot forward and showing those scholarship committees what it is that you're doing and why they should choose you. All right. I know that was a lot of information. This was, um, I hope, helpful information. If you want to discuss this in more detail and you want to find out how you can start searching for scholarships early on. So we started out by talking about when should I start searching for scholarships? Go ahead and start right now. You don't have to be in 11th or 12th grade. It's something where you can start looking into things now. If you want more information and you'd like to talk through this, I would absolutely love to have some conversations with you. You can book a free 15-minute call with me. Send me an email at admin at confusedtoready.com. You also can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Confused to College Ready. I will go into some more detail about the when in some lives on the on the YouTube channel as well as on the on our Facebook page. If you think that would be helpful for you, please go check those out. If you are new to, you know, if you have a freshman or a sophomore, or you really haven't even started the college search and aren't sure what to do, we also have a free download where you are able to find out more information about how to start your college search or how to take some of the next steps. If you go to www.confusedtoready.com forward slash how to start. I hope this has been helpful. I also hope that you have a fantastic week. I look forward to talking with you soon. And then until next time, take care. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Confused to Ready and download our free guide on how to start or expand your college search at confusedtoready.com forward slash how to start. <music>